Welcome to From the Peak with hosts Howie Outerbridge and Peter Sonier, where innovators, leadership gurus, and plain old awesome people are interviewed to hear how they have gained clarity in their lives and improved their view from the peak. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to From the Peak. I'd like to start with a a land acknowledgement. So we acknowledge that we are on the traditional, or I am on the traditional ancestral and unceded territory of the Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh and Musqueam nations. And I'm grateful of the stewardship of these lands and the ability to learn and live and work and exercise on, on them. Today, I am thrilled to have um, Dallas Putlis with us. He is an Indigenous empowerment coach, a life coach, and uh, just a really interesting man. And so this is a time to, um, to, to tap into his expertise and just hear a little bit about his, his background and, and what he's been up to. So Dallas, I'd love to start with that. Um, you know, what's been keeping you busy these days? Oh, uh, hi, Howie. Yeah, I've, I've been, uh, you know, really focusing on developing my coaching practice, uh, Indigenous Empowerment Coaching. And, uh, it's been keeping me uh, quite busy, and I really uh, love what I get to do every single day. I have some of the best clients on the planet, Indigenous folks, and uh, yeah. I, I have the absolute privilege of empowering them and what's important for them. You know, the work that um, I was one of the reasons I was so thrilled to have you on the, the, the show, Dallas, is that, you know, we're, we're colleagues, right? We're both. This is what we do. We work with our clients and we empower them and we listen to them. And um, and so I know it's an area of my practice that I'm I'm I really don't have the, the capability that, that you do that that indigenous um, focus. And I would love just before we hit record, we were talking about your trip to Seattle. So. Tell tell us like tell me a bit more about the Seattle trip and and the breakthrough that you that you just had across the border. Yeah, I mean it's it's quite <laughs> early, but uh, I I was at the uh, the uni- universe uh, UW powwow the University of Washington powwow and uh, the First Nations students were uh, hosting this powwow and there was I think upwards of five thousand uh, Indigenous people uh, from Western United States there and uh yeah and i met this uh this lady who identified herself as mohawk and she works for microsoft and uh she was absolute like she was just she said we were uh, uh we have an indigenous team at microsoft we're looking for a personal and professional life coach and uh and you're indigenous you're everything that we've been looking for and i said oh absolutely that's so great. So we, we made this connection and uh, yeah, I just put myself out there. I had a little booth and yeah, greeting all the uh, the wonderful folks down there and our, our cousins down there in the United States. It was really, really amazing. That is, that's great. I mean, what a neat opportunity for um, for you, but also for people to, you know, to see you and to have some some FaceTime with you. 
Yeah, they, I mean, the, I built the, the business during the pandemic. So uh, that, that's actually one of only the second or third time that I've actually been in person with, with, uh, with folks to let them know about my, my company. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've had the privilege of, of having you do some work for us and, and we're, and, um, and in that, getting to know you a little bit, you've got a really interesting background, right? The um, you're traveling the world as a as a public speaker, and you've done many many things. But how did you end up as a coach? Oh my gosh, I uh, I so I I, I was working a, a nine to five job in a health authority, and I was uh, I was a level four project manager uh, for fifty. I was managing fifty health directors in northern BC. And uh, yeah, it's a great, it was a great job and uh, good benefits. And I, I decided that, uh, that I, I wanted to start to pursue my passions of having my own business. And so I left that job in October, 2019. And I started not one, but two businesses. Really long story short, I made a couple of uh, calls one day and I made $250,000 in sales. And uh, one day, <laughs> and uh, for both businesses combined, and then the next day, um, our prime minister shut everything down for COVID. So I lost the $250,000 in sales. Wow. The next day. Yeah. So, so yeah, I called the coach and uh, he, he, I, I think he might have been eating like a sandwich or something. I caught him at lunch, but he, uh, he asked me. He said, uh, well, so what are you going to do tomorrow? And I said, what? And I, like, if I had, a, like, here, I'm dating myself. Like, I would have just slammed that phone down, right? And I was like, I didn't like that, that, that question. So I called, uh, I called another coach, and uh, she's a, oh, my gosh, they're both earth angels. And, you know, they really uh, helped me to, to really get myself back onto this path that I put myself on. And. Yeah. She said, if money wasn't, ob- it wasn't an object, what would you do tomorrow? So she said exactly the same thing. She was a little bit more gentle with me. And, uh, and I said, oh, that's easy. I would be a life coach. And she said, okay, well, then go do that. So I, I uh, got myself uh, registered to become, uh, to uh, get training under Tony Robbins and Chloe Madonis. Okay. And I am a strategic intervention coach. Amazing. What a story. And the, um, I love that, you know, the powerful questions, right. That, that you and I, we, we ask our clients and to have that as be a bit of, um, a catalyst for you pursuing your, your coaching. Yeah, absolutely. The questions are really the answer. <laughs> yeah. Also, of course, a little bit of, uh, you know, um, just the importance, right. Of not eating a sandwich and recognizing that when we're talking with our clients, this, these are massive, massive issues that people are facing, um, whether it's career transition or, or losing a quarter of a million dollars worth of sales, right? Like um, eating a sandwich just takes away from that, uh, that whole process. So, so that's great. Now, do you stay in touch with that coach still? I do. They follow me on Facebook and they, uh, they, yeah. they, they just love, they, they, uh, they saw me posting that I made some connections with Microsoft and I got a couple of calls right away and they were just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so great. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, I'm really, really proud of the work that I get to do and uh, yeah. I'm really happy with what I do. So one of my mentors told me, um, find a hobby that you, you can get paid for and you'll never work a day in your life. 
So it took me yeah. 21 years to finally follow his advice. Yeah, that's amazing. I can see it in your face. It's just, you know, you're, you're vibrating with this, this energy. And uh, yeah, it, it's, I'm, I'm really happy the way that it's turned out for you. And I, I kind of feel like we're privileged in that we have this opportunity to, to have time with you now. And it's only going to be a matter of time before we have to contact your agent. And, you know, we've got to wait in line. Right. All right. Well, um, I would love to for you to tell us a bit about the work that you do with with your company and maybe how that came about. Yeah. So I um, I I, uh, I have uh, what I do is I I offer a free clarity session for anybody that wants it. Uh, mm -hmm. My my I the probably ninety eight percent of the folks that I coach are indigenous and some are allies or they work in community or for some organization, but uh, predominantly is indigenous folks that I coach. And uh, I deter, I have them uh, get clarity for themselves what the what some of the the challenges are that they're facing. And then I also get clarity for myself to see if I can if I can support them in achieving their goals. So then I usually offer them a um, like a system that I think would be beneficial for them. Yeah. When you when you when you talk about clarity and um, what are some of the, the things that people talk to you about um, that they need clarity on or more clarity on? Um, most people, they, uh, I, they, like the question that I ask them is, uh, what do you want more of in life? Mm. What's your dreams? Wow. And, uh, you know, and I start from there because uh, a lot of the times we, if we start with, uh, like from a deficit, from a disempowered place and talking about what, what the problems are, then we just kind of get stuck there. And then, uh, so I usually, they're just kind of like, nobody has ever asked me what I wanted before. Wow, yeah, yeah. So that's the, there's a little bit of coaching even within the clarity session because it's confronting, right? So they, they uh, and then at the end of it, they usually kind of like, they, they have a hard time saying that they just want to be happy or they just want to be free. Right. They just want to have peace of mind, but uh, we usually get I get them to a place where they can actually say that to them for themselves and get real clarity on that. Yeah, and from there, then that leads into a you mentioned a program, right? That might um, work them through or work them towards um, that their, their their goals. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the yeah. blueprint system is uh, the the flagship uh, system that I coach on. And uh, they, um, they get to find out, like for myself, I, I want to be happy and free. And uh, so that's, that, that really simplifies my life. That's what I need. So all the decisions that I make in, in my life, for my life, it, is, uh, it really supports being happy and free. Yeah, yeah. And when they, when they hear that, they're like, oh my gosh, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. I find, I don't know if you find this, but I, when I find like with, I find with coaching, it's very like, it's action oriented, right? So, you know, you work with people from that, what do you want? What's the goal? <clears throat> and then you <clears throat> work with them through that process in a very specific manner. Yeah. One of the first, uh, a lot of the folks that I coach are like, um, in the females, uh, uh, people that identify as females and they, they, um, 
and often their parents and the you know they're at were at home moms and all of this like this kind of stuff so they they're really it, like they're focusing uh like they normally ask uh, or they normally want to like their fulfillment comes from helping their family and supporting right. their family so yeah. they're yeah. like the breakthrough for them is just by you know by by virtue of being on the call with me and yeah. I often give them a, their first homework assignment that I give them is to go and do something for themselves. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to, to get lost in, in roles. I could see, I could see that right. Roles, um, the role that you play in the community or at home or um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it can be busy for people and easy for them to neglect themselves and their own needs. Yeah. So one of the, the gals, she said that, um, she, she gave herself 30 minutes every day for the first week uh, that I coached her and her she told her family that I'm reading a book. This is what I want to do for 30 minutes. You, you got to go and figure it out. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that made her happy. That's so amazing. Like, yeah. It's, it is, I know the, again, I can see the smile on your face and just, it's, it's a, it's a role. It's a, a role that, that, you know, that we play or that you play that really has an impact on people. And uh, it's, it's easy to see. It's very rewarding to see that. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I know when we were talking earlier, we talked about the pandemic and, and how it's impacted the communities that you serve. Um, how, how has it impacted the work that you're doing with your clients and the issues that they're facing? Yeah, good question. I um, one of the things that well, I can really how I can speak to that is uh, from Bellacula. That's where I'm from originally. Yeah. The uh, they they um, I mean, th there's a it's not only just the pandemic. It there's actually cultural events that happened. There are things that have happened in the past that mm -hmm. that it, you know those things are triggered by by something like the, the, the pandemic, right? As, as yeah. awful as it was, the, uh, I think, and don't quote me on this, but I think there's about 30,000 people that have passed, uh, that died in the last two years from COVID. Well, in Bella Coola, where I'm from, they had in 1862, there's a, there were, that we had an epidemic uh, called smallpox. And uh, we went from an estimate of fifth, anywhere from 50,000 people to uh, several hundred, like a few hundred people wow. in a matter of nine months. So the history is, uh, is such that that, like, that stuff has come up because we, we talked about that in our oral traditions in, right. in our families. So it, it's, that was really, really tragic and uh, it's, it was really difficult to, to deal with. But the other thing that really happened that on a, like a positive note was I was attempting to do some work and uh, people wanted me to come into community. But mm -hmm. uh, because uh, that wasn't uh, possible a lot of the times uh, during the pandemic, they, uh, they actually uh, welcomed Zoom calls or telephone oh, calls. Wow. Yeah. So I was able to go into a lot of different communities via Zoom. So that, that's yeah. a, like another positive thing that happened as a result. Yeah. This, this intergenerational trauma that you, that you talk about, um, I mean, I know that in my, my own practice, it's sometimes it's difficult to get people through something that happened, you know, last month or, you know, last year for them. 
how do you work with someone that's that's dealing with we talked about you know 14 generations of trauma how do you how do you how do you start yeah so the uh, i i determine in the clarity uh, call if if uh, what i what i offer is a match for what they if what they want and need yeah and uh, if it's if it's something that is too much i i generally refer them out to to uh, like to go get some EMDR therapy or to go get some trauma therapy. And maybe, right. uh, may, maybe that's a starting point for them. And, uh, but if I, if they, sometimes I just have to re uh, help them to uh, set some goals. Like if, if they do really want to work with me, I, I get them to uh, set goals that I can actually help them with. So, yeah. yeah so then uh, they, they really appreciate that because I'm telling them, you know what, I'm, I'm not a counselor. This is not therapy I'm yeah. a coach, and I can help you with some, you know, some things, uh, you know, uh, like skill sets to have some of the things that you really want in life. Yeah. But I, I can't help you with some of those things that you're actually talking about. Yeah. So really being very uh, adept at either referring them to other practitioners who can help them. Um, and if, but if it's a fit with goals and, and coaching, then, then you take that work on and, and make some, make some progress with them. Yeah. One of the, one of the, uh, the gals was a, uh, she was, she was uh, uh, shut in, in her bedroom. She couldn't leave her bedroom because she, she had been so depressed. And I said, I honestly, I can't, I can't help you with that. You need to go and see a counselor. Right. And she, she just started crying and she said, I haven't had anybody care about me that much to just tell me that I can't help you. At least wow. you're telling me the truth. Yeah. And she goes, I still want to work with you because you said that. And so she made it a goal for her to leave her bedroom. And the, the group of people that I was coaching with, it was a group system. Uh, they actually uh, were supporting and they were there to, to uh, come up underneath her and support her with her goals, which is really in, in alignment with the way that we've always done things wow. as Indigenous people. And uh, towards now she works, in, long story short, she works in uh, customer service and she said the best part about her day is being with people. Wow. Wow, Dallas, what a powerful story. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, I feel like we're kind of catching you at a bit of a tipping point in your career, like I said earlier. And um, where do you see your practice going in the next few years? Oh, I, um, I've been uh, certified recently as a, um, a transformational breath coach uh, through Yogi Labs. And uh, the, uh, the, the way that uh, that happened was, I started, I, I, do yoga, I do yoga, I do meditation, and I, I, I learned some breath techniques over the, over the years. And I shared some of them with my clients and like 90% of them said that that was one of the most helpful things that I could uh, teach them. And I said, really? <laughs> so they, uh, so I, I came across this, uh, this ad on Facebook uh, from, uh, uh, talking about breath work. So I looked into it. And I got certified a couple of days ago. And uh, okay. I, yeah, so 
I, I'm actually going to be coaching. Uh, there was 15 to 20 uh, uh, lo lawyers here in BC that are doing a retreat. They, mm -hmm. um, they, they were interested in my work. They normally have 15 to 20 people at the retreat. This year, because of the, uh, the, the, the breath work that I'll be doing with them, there's 65 people signed up for, for my breath work coaching. So they, 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 they emailed me and they said, how are we going to handle this? And I said, oh, we, we got this. <laughs> yeah. The creator won't give me any more than I can handle. And I know I can handle this. So she said, oh, We're ca we capped it off. We had to tell people that there's no more room. So. Wow, that's amazing, Dallas. What a great, great story. And what a really nice um, skill for you to add on to your already pretty broad skill set, right? Like this kind of the pairing of the physiological breathing with the psychological coaching and life coaching that you do. That's, yeah, I'm excited for you. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm going to be focusing on uh, for the, the most of what I'll be doing next in the next couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we're, um, we're a big fan of, of your work and we've had the privilege of, of having you do, do some work for us. Um, I want to maybe just look at sort of wrapping up our, our time here. And I know we wanted to talk about a little bit about reconciliation and um, I'll just give you the, what, what would you like to say about reconciliation? Yeah, quite often people uh, wonder, what, what can I do? Uh, I, you know, and I, I wasn't involved with this, but I see that there's a problem. So what can I do? So one of the things that that uh, that I've been thinking about is that if you want to if you want to be a part of reconciliation, one of the ways that you can do that is by or uh, people can do that is by uh, by by donating systems, donating uh, money towards the systems that some people can't afford, but they really need. So that's that's something that I think people can a tangible thing and measurable thing that people can do to for their own personal responsibility and reconciliation. Yeah, you know, thanks for um for sharing that. I think it is something um, that people want to know what they can do, right? It's 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 something that has been on all of our minds. I know personally, have really sort of it's weighed heavily on me in the last little while. So knowing that I can do something about about it and isn't that a nice pairing with the whole concept of coaching as well like taking action and doing something that's measurable yeah yeah absolutely yeah dallas i can't thank you enough for your time today i know you're uh you're just you're such a, an asset to the community and um we were talking earlier like it you were a very very difficult person to find it's it's just it's a, a skill set that i um that is really hard to find the the coaching paired with the being a um a person of you know aboriginal um ancestry so uh, you're a real asset to your community and you're a real asset to the, the coaching community as well so thank you for spending time with us today my pleasure there's only two of us on linkedin two aboriginal people and i'm one of them so it took me forever to find you on LinkedIn. <laughs> Did I almost gave up. And not only that, but I called five of my Indigenous colleagues and asked them for referrals and nobody, nobody could help me. Um, and so it was just through happenstance that our, our paths crossed. And I feel uh, really blessed that, that that's something that, that um, I feel blessed to call you a colleague now. So um, 
Thanks again. And uh, I want to just let our listeners know that we've got a lot of really interesting content that's coming coming out in the next little while. So please stay tuned for, for more, more content from us. But again, from the Logan team and from the peak, I want to thank Dallas for, for spending some time with us today. joining from the peak peter and howie look forward to exploring another topic with you soon and both wish you the best on your journey to the peak